The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 147 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, by, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, it feels like an April Fool's joke. We're still here in quarantine, man. How's it going? We are still quarantined. Yeah, you know what? I really miss the uh, the clips. You know, I'm starting <laughs> to miss those at the beginning of the episodes. Yeah. Well, I did a little bit but, last week from... Uh, the, I was going to try and pull something from the yeah. iRacing stuff. I just didn't get a chance to today, but... Uh, I was going to try to. It's there, all was, good, man. there was some decent audio out there from the iRacing stuff this weekend. Uh, Fox did some stuff and Dale Jr. did some stuff and it was it was decent. There was some good behind the scenes stuff. The guys doing the uh, the Fox Radioactive. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know who the guy is, but the last two weeks there's been Radioactives and I've really enjoyed those. Yeah, they're doing a good job. Very much. And so, yes, there's some good stuff out there. I also figured out. And I probably should save it for shout outs. I'll save it for shout outs. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back to that. Um, <laughs> so, again, we, we had some racing this week, James. Um, I know you didn't get really on board with it, but uh, but there was some racing. We uh, went to the virtual Texas Motor Speedway this weekend for the NASCAR or the E-NASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series. And Timmy Hill gets the win. The Timmy Hill. The Timmy Hill wins, holds off Ryan Priest in a green white checker at the finish. Um, the bump and run bump and run. Yeah. Hey, bump Byron Byron, man, too bad. I mean, not terrible finish this week, but still not great when he yes. led the entire race. He's led the most laps both races so far and uh, still hasn't gotten that win. So we know who the best I racing driver is. He just doesn't have the wins. Yep, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, very cool. Timmy Hill gets the win um, again. You know, we talked about it a little bit last week. It's fun to see some of these guys that don't get the exposure in the cup series, get a chance to show their stuff. Um, Ryan Priest finishes second, you know, side by side with Timmy Hill at the line. Was Garrett Smithley up there too? Smithley was up there the entire race as well. They were, they were all running together. It was, uh, it was a better race. First of all, it was a better race. The track was great. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if they did the pre-race thing, um, the week before. I don't think they did, but they had a qualifying race beforehand where a bunch of other guys were, were racing for, I think two spots or four spots to get into the field. Mm-hmm. And it was caution free. So no cautions, 30 laps at Texas. And it was like watching Daytona and Talladega. It was so good. It was over super quick. They had it on uh, enascar.com. They had it streaming in the morning at 11 o'clock in the morning or 10, yeah, 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't remember anyway, but it was really, really, really good. Um, Alex LeBay from the NASCAR Penny Series won that um, to advance on. And there was some bumping and running there. Uh, Chase Briscoe, I think it was, got wrecked um leading or running up front and then didn't get get to run on the big show as a result but that was the good race the best race of the day um but uh but the the big finale was pretty good too it was decent um about the only thing i can really say about it james is that it feels a little rushed and i think part of that is because they've got a small time slot that they're trying to squeeze it in and part Mm -hmm. of it is is that it's not real NASCAR you're you're at the speed of this game so cautions go the speed that the game tells the cautions to go and things like that so it's a little bit different and and you'll you'll notice that like Fox on a race weekend has a lot more control than they do during this iRacing thing this is 
it's all being produced by iRacing and they get a feed to Fox and then Fox calls the race over top of it. Whereas Fox is in charge of the camera angles. Fox is the one on the horn to NASCAR saying, give us another lap. We're still under caution or still under commercial, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's, you can notice, I'm sure to most people watching it, they don't notice why it is, but you notice the difference a little bit because of that. And I think that has a lot to do with why it is, but it's uh it was a good show. I think, I think it was a better race than the first one. Um, they, they, I racing took control of it. The, from my understanding is the first race I racing, let the game handle it for like the first half of it. And the game mm-hmm. kept putting cautions out, and that's why there were so many cautions at the beginning. And then iRacing took control of it, whereas this one was all officiated by iRacing. So they ran the cautions when they happened. And that worked pretty well. They pretty much reserved cautions for wrecks at the front of the field, not the back of the field. There were some questionable calls. I think there was one that happened at the front that happened during commercial break that they didn't throw a caution for. Um, I would, I guess if, if they were running for money, then there'd probably been some people with some legitimate complaints, but because it's a fun thing, who cares? You know? Right. Right. So, um, and, uh, Daniel Suarez got parked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw that. That was good. Yeah. Tried to wreck Ty Dillon or Austin Dillon. I don't know. One of the Dillons. And, uh, then claimed on, uh, on social media that it was his dog that did it. Right. <laughs> so right. he must, he must've been hanging out with the rucks. They must've given, given him some advice on how to. Is, uh, <laughs> Has nobody said anything about Kyle Busch gassing it into the car in front of him after he got wrecked? <laughs> they, I mean, that, they, am I the only one who saw that? They talked about it on the broadcast, okay, I good. think. Good, good. But uh, nothing ever came of it. Um, yeah. Speaking of Kyle, Kyle put up a feed on his YouTube channel of just a shot of him through the whole race. And it is it's kind of cringy to watch. Because he's just so irritated. It's like completely opposite of Denny Hamlin racing. He's just so mad the whole Probably time. Like the car the whole time too in real life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Well, and then he's, you get you got Brexton running around in the background, um, yelling "Let's go, Daddy" or something like that, just over and over and over and over and over again. It's oh like, my gosh! He's a good kid and everything, and he's a kid. I get it, you know, whatever. But God, it was annoying. And then Samantha is there too. And she doesn't exactly have the most unannoying voice in the world. And so like, I don't know if Kyle was upset because of the car or just in general. <laughs> is that what hell is being uh, in Kyle Bush's house during quarantine? Maybe it could be. It could that might be. be what, that might be hell. I mean, he did, he did have headphones on, so he likely blocked out a lot of it. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. So um, one thing I did want to mention, though, and it was, you know, they made light of it in during the, the broadcast. But last week, Denny Hamlin got the win with a essentially $40,000 racing rig. This week, Timmy Hill won with a with a steering wheel clamped on his desk. I looked it up before the podcast. The G27 Logitech racing wheel. First of all, they don't make it anymore. You can't get it new. Um, when they did make it about 10 years ago. It was probably about 300 bucks. You can pick them up for $200 on eBay right now if you want to pick one up. So, um, you know, not that expensive to get into it. And he, he beat them all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had the text to you. I won't say out loud what I texted to you, but um, him winning with him winning with that setup really makes me happy. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Kyle Larson, he was showing his rig during uh, during the pre-race. He said his run somewhere in between the two. So, so in between two hundred and forty thousand, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. So, um, yeah, it uh, 
good stuff. Good stuff. Um, this I've week- enjoyed. Uh, I have enjoyed the highlights. And yeah. To be honest with you, man, um, seeing the uh, seeing the viewing numbers, especially when they put it up on Fox on Fox on Fox proper. Yeah. Um, you know, one point. What is it? One point three million and change. Yep, something like that. And it, and it wasn't even not, on like all of Fox because there right. were a lot of Fox networks that didn't pick it up. Our local Fox affiliate did not pick it up. Yeah, we had uh, had it on FS1 in our area, but yep. um, still, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. You know, uh, I saw that. You know. ESPN was picking up a little bit on it with some of their shows that never talk. Yeah, Sports Center uh, had Dale Jr. on, which was awesome. Yep. Yeah, they've been doing some plugs on it on Sports Center, and then uh, Around the Horn had it as a has a had a big uh, segment on it as far as you know how realistic it is and how yep. they actually all enjoyed watching it. And I'm like, wow, these people never watch NASCAR, never talk about it. So, right. Uh, so that's good. You know, hopefully some eyeballs are being drawn to the sport a little bit. And, you know, if we can get the show on the road here before too long, um, you know, maybe there'll be some stickiness here too for some people. Yeah. Um, Dale Jr. on SportsCenter explaining the difference between iRacing and, and really real racing. And basically he did the clean version of it, what he normally talks about on his show. But uh, he said, you know, it's that seat of the pants feel. His uh, his definition on his podcast is it's that feeling in your ass. Yeah, (laughs) but you know that's the only difference he said is just feeling the car everything else it's it's there it's all there and you know i know from i mean i've never driven a race car but i know how realistic nascar 2003 was back in 2003 when it came out and that's what this code is based off of and it's so much more advanced than it was back then and so i can just imagine what it's like i mean yeah it's something so yeah pretty cool stuff man um, everybody's jumping on the esports bandwagon. I know I saw that there's a Madden thing going to be going on. There's yeah, NBA 2K tournament. Yeah, uh, some some of the players picking up teams and, and doing that. Just um, no sport can do it like ours does. But you know, even um, this is know. the one where NASCAR actually is ahead of the game of everybody else. Yeah, for once. Yep, IndyCar did did their race this week at at Watkins Glen, featuring um, seven times. Yep, fe- featuring Jimmy Johnson. I I caught part of it i did not watch the whole thing i would i would have t- tuned in had michigan won that um won that bracket i would have made a made it a point to check it out yeah um that was, that was something i was interested in <laughs> yeah i would have too um but it was you know it the i think they did it without cautions um it was a little bit more spread out and stuff and i don't know it just it just wasn't as good but it was it was cool lee diffie was uh was doing the broadcast and everything so they had the indycar guys like normal um it was cool. It, it wasn't bad. It just, it, I don't know. The Indy cars on iRacing don't excite me quite as much as the NASCAR stuff does. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same way in real life too. I like IndyCar, but it's just not NASCAR. Right. Right. So, and I, I am not familiar enough with the, with the, with the IndyCar drivers and stuff. Like I tried to watch the, you know, the actual eNASCAR series and I, I can watch highlights of it, but I just don't know the drivers well enough to sit down and watch a full race and that's the only reason I can sit down and watch this this mm-hmm. pro invitational is because it's the actual drivers running in it, you know. Right, right. And it's kind yeah. of fun to see them. I, I guess if they were all good at it, it wouldn't be as much fun either because it's fun seeing people like Jimmy Johnson screw up and, and yeah, stuff it's got like the uh, it's got a prelude to the dream. Yeah, factor to it, you yeah, know, very much so. Yep. Um, what else? And then uh, tonight, iRacing has. Uh, World of Outlaws, late model sprint cars on Fox Sports One mm-hmm. as well. I know Kyle Busch is running in it because he was yeah, up he on is. Twitter. So yep. uh, maybe he'll do better on dirt. Maybe it'll entice him to get in a truck at Eldora one of these days. Maybe. Fun. 
Maybe he's he's won El he's yeah. won at Eldora before in a late model. He's the last winner at Eldora. So, yeah, the uh, the very last champion of the Prelude. Yep. yep. I've seen him race there in person a couple of times in yeah. the in the uh, late model. He ran the old Rowdy Bush scheme there a few times. Jealous of that. Very jealous Plus, of that. But, <laughs> no, did you see that racing references throwing up the iRacing stats for no, all the drivers? No. Yeah, if you go to uh, exhibition or unclassified race results, um, they're throwing all the iRacing stuff on there. So. That's awesome. That's Kyle Busch really is, cool. Kyle Busch is credited with uh, two 2020 starts for the Dixie Vodka 150 and the O'Reilly Auto Parts 125. That's awesome. So, yeah, they're throwing the iRacing stats on there for these guys now. That's really cool. I like the fact, again, that we're taking this seriously, but also not. You know, it's a wink, wink seriousness. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. I, I hope that it continues the way it is. They don't put prize money up and stuff like that because it's just more fun this way. Yeah. People are having fun with this. Yep. And, you know, the sponsors got to be happy. Yeah. There's a little I, some eyeballs out there for some of these teams that are, you know, in like interstate batteries and, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, uh, they're getting a little bit of viewership. I was a little worried this week because it was started to get ruined when um when they made the announcement of who was going to be in the race who's locked in and everybody starts complaining about why is so-and-so not locked in why is this person not locked in why do i, I have know to we're race doing it? that we're doing the thing it's like don't let's not ruin it guys let's not ruin it do you know how many guys tried to qualify for the no i'm looking at the i racing or the uh racing reference stats on this okay how many yeah 63 people try to make the race and wow. two two more withdrew late so <laughs> 65 cars nice wouldn't that be great if we had 65 cars each week for 35 spots i'm sure it'd be a lot easier if it was if it was as cheap to get into as i racing yeah no kidding <laughs> and you had you got the same setup as the guy you're on to something there eric you're on to something yep um we'll jump around in the notes a little bit because i've got this at the end but uh they're going to change things up a little bit this weekend for the race at bristol um bristol by the way for i racing i think this is going to be <laughs> This is going to be a cluster this weekend, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Hopefully it, it works out well. Um, let me click on the link here. It was uh, they're running a, a some races Friday night um, or Saturday night, which will be an actual um, like normal Saturday night series. A bunch of ARCA drivers, Xfinity drivers, truck series drivers, ARCA drivers, Mexico and uh, Euro series drivers are going to race, uh, battle it out. Um, with heat races and a main event and all that. Um, none of them will qualify for the show the next day. Uh, the Sunday show will be set in advance. They will run two heat races prior to that. Everybody from the heat races will transfer into the main event. So uh, a little bit different this week. Let's see how that mm -hmm. goes. Um, Food City Showdown is at 1 p.m. on Fox. So the main event is on at 1 p.m. at Fox on Fox like right. then. So very nice. And I mean, these guys are. These guys are, are putting the time into it. They're, I mean, they spent their whole morning on, uh, on Sunday morning last week getting ready for it and uh, practicing throughout the week and all that stuff. Um, some of the um, – Vince Welch had a bunch of tweets uh, during the race talking about what it took to put the show on. And I guess the, the week before he was saying that the decision wasn't made until the day of on the pre-race invocation and all that stuff. Um, whereas this week it was decided Wednesday and set in advance and, and all that. So, um, this week they had a bunch more setups with cameras inside of the driver's homes so they could get, you know, onboard shots in quotes, um, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So there was a lot more preparation that went into it this week than did the prior week. It was really thrown together in a very last minute thing the first week. So, um, I don't know. It, it keeps getting better. So, yeah. 
Very good. I mean, if yeah. I could choose the real thing over this, I would choose it in a second. But right now, this is what we got. That's what you got, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you got to take what you can get at this point. Exactly. You're stuck at home with uh, no live sports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let me see here. Is there anything else I want to go over from the iRacing stuff? I, James, did I miss anything? Is there anything worth? Mm, not that I'm not that I'm aware, man. This was something like I didn't tune into it, but I'm not gonna lie, I was checking out the highlights yeah. when it was over. So I, I one other thing to do with the with the iRacing thing too is they did. You know, we were talking with our buddy Todd, um, and he he made a comment that he thought it'd be cool if they did this even after the series started back up. And I said, yeah, I don't know if it's really worth it. Well, NASCAR is interested in continuing it in some form or fashion. So um, maybe we'll see something like this in the offseason next year or something like yeah. that. But Yeah, um, it would be a great way for them to keep the sport kind of going, yeah. you know, during the offseason. If the drivers are interested in it, or I'm sure they could find some. Right. You could find 35 relevant drivers. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, this is great to get kids involved. I'll tell you, it's this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids are all on Twitch already watching watching video games. That why not have them watch some NASCAR and want to go to the track? So, right. It's a, it's a win 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 win. And there's the dog. Win 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 situation Bella. for everybody. There's no reason to not do this. <laughs> Poor not, Bella. Really, you're lucky that this is a coronavirus podcast. You can get away with it, dog. That's fantastic. <sighs> Gotta love it. Cramped up in this house. Okay, we're done. Hey. All right. Let's talk some actual NASCAR news, James. We've got a little bit. Some, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the first news is not in NASCAR news, but it involves NASCAR. Uh, some Indianapolis Motor Speedway announcements this past week. The Indy Grand Prix, I don't know what it's actually called, but the, the road course that they run prior to the Indy 500 has been moved, as has the 2020 Indianapolis 500. So the Indy 500 will run August 23rd now, which I believe is the same weekend as Dover for the Cup Series, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think you're Dover right. Dover or Richmond? I don't know. It's one of those tracks. But who knows what the trucks or what the Cup Series is going to look like. Um, but the IndyCar Grand Prix has been rescheduled for 4th of July weekend and will be a doubleheader with a NASCAR Xfinity Series the day before the Brickyard 400. So we finally got our NASCAR IndyCar uh, doubleheader, James. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what will happen, but. Oh, yeah. And I think we'll be back to back to racing by July, I hope. I would hope, yeah. I would hope. Yeah, this is cool. I think, uh, obviously, this schedule is going to be completely unlike anything we've yeah, ever seen. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, across, across, this isn't just across NASCAR. <laughs> this is across all motorsports and all sports in general. Everything. Yeah, we're we're still trying to figure out if we're going to determine, you know, a hockey champion, a basketball champion, and right. and uh, if we're going to even have a baseball season still. So, um, so yeah, no, this is the perfect opportunity. I think you said it last week, or it came up in discussion last week. You know, this you you've got a free pass yep. to do whatever you want to do. So Roger Penske, kudos, man, yep. make it happen. I want to see it. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I think it's it's a good way to bring more exposure to both series. Um, brings a little bit more interest into that road course race with the Xfinity cars that really I don't think was that interesting. And one thing that could make it even more interesting is Jimmy Johnson said he's interested in running the IndyCar race on July 4th. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. I mean, he's already going to do it anyway. Why not do it a year earlier? Well, there was uh, also a whispering that Tony Stewart (laughs) could run all three races, which is not going to happen. But I feel like I still say that they would have to change the rules in the IndyCar series to allow a wider body for Tony Stewart. I said wider seat. I don't know, man. Those things are pretty tight. 
<laughs> that Burger well, King sponsorship didn't do anything good for Tony Stewart. No, he had that for a couple of years too long. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I would love to see him run. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, that is. I would love to see him. I mean, why not? Especially yeah. if uh, if the rumors are coming coming out. Now they're starting to trickle out now that he's going to stick around another year. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, I didn't even put that answer. in the notes. But, yeah, there's, there's rumors about that as well. well. I mean, I figure we're talking Jimmy. Let's let's go into it. But, yeah, he uh, this is a great opportunity. This is something he wants to do. Um He's going to be there. Let's do it. Get him a seat. Somebody will put him in a seat. Somebody's got you don't you don't leave seven seven time out. This is what he wants to do. He wants to start dabbling in this stuff. And this is a great way to dip his toe in. He's already done the F1, you know, seat swap. So he's, you know, he wants to do this stuff. And by God, let him let him do it. He's earned the right to do anything he wants to do. I'd like to see a couple other cup drivers put put in for this, too. I yeah, mean, I'd like to see the KB show get involved. Yeah, Kyle would Kurt, be a good one to do it. I want to see Kurt run another uh, IndyCar race because he did so well his first go at it. Uh, I think he'd do a good job. Larson, I'd love yeah. to see Larson out there. Well, and a lot he, of the worry that you have as a NASCAR driver getting into an IndyCar is, is gone with the windscreen they have now, too. Yeah. So that helps. It's a lot yeah. safer than it was before. Trying to road course, and you're not doing the scary, you know, crazy ovals. Yeah. At 230 miles an hour. Right. Yeah, they still get moving decent at Indy, but no, I mean mostly it's a straightaway. You know, you've got they've yeah. got the they've got the dog leg in in what is turn one on the oval that slows them down. And you've got down. runoff on that straight. Exactly. You don't yeah. have. You're not going right in the either. So. Yeah. Other than the yeah, fact that's that a great you, spot. The first turn on the first lap is nuts, and other than that, it's a pretty. Yeah, we, pretty calm yeah. track so kind of like uh the roval a little bit you got yeah. a chaotic yeah heartburn turn as they call it right so yeah um yeah no that's I a think good point a, that is one thing interesting about that turn for the xfinity race that you don't have with indycar is indycar quit doing the the double file restarts and so they they have that start at the beginning that's crazy going right. to turn one but every other start is just a normal start whereas the xfinity when they restart going into it's turn a dive one, bomb show yeah. every time there's going to be a spin <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, but yeah, it's cool. We're gonna have Jimmy Johnson and Tony Stewart racing on the same weekend ah, again. It would be awesome. That stuff. I want Tony to come and do it. I, I would love it. He could run that road course. Yeah. He could get in there. Oh yeah. I'm not sure how well he would do, but yeah, he do. In an Indy car, I think he'd do pretty well. The Xfinity he car says probably decent. It's hard. It would be. Yeah, he said an Indy car now is obviously nothing like what he's no. ever driven before. But no. you know. I mean, no, the guy's but, got an F1 shop right next door. I think he can figure it out. You know, I mean, again, I say this as somebody who's never gotten in any of these cars and probably would crap their pants if he ever got in an Indy car. But I feel like the Indy car would be a lot easier to drive than a cup car. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Handling wise. Yeah. I mean, road course racing is not my thing, period. I've always sucked in the on the road courses and games and stuff. So I, I don't have the timing that I need and understand how to brake and turn and all that breaking yeah. the whole thing it's all about braking yeah you know i'm i've got the nascar braking method where you brake in the turn whereas road course you brake before the turn you don't ever hit the brakes when you're turning right but whatever <laughs> <laughs> not an expert I'd, I'd have to spend some time with boris said before i could get in a yeah exactly course. ron fellows yeah one of those guys max pappas yeah so uh, so we, we get excited about keep, some some racing. I, I want to keep the game going, Eric. I want to see how many road course ringers we can we can not name. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. sorry, I digress. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get some positive racing news there, but we also get some negative racing news in that uh, the Virginia governor issued a stay at home order uh, last week through June 10th. 
problem with that being that May 9th is the Martinsville race. And so it's looking very much like we will not be going back to racing May 9th, which I don't think is a big surprise because I kind of think a lot of us were pretty skeptical about that date. Um, but this is pretty much sets it in stone. I mean, unless I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're racing in May at all. I think no. June is the earliest we'll be, we'll be back to yeah. any sort of, any sort of sports. I, I think. think I'd be pretty comfortable to say mid June. We'll be back going before that. It's pretty iffy. Yeah. We're, so. st- we're sketchy. This time that is that is as we start April right now. <laughs> yeah. The timeline keeps getting pushed and pushed and it's yeah. just, you know, that is what it is, man. You, you know, we're going to have, we have to ride the wave. Yep. It's, you know, for lack of better terminology, that's what we're trying to do here. So, yep, could be uh, worse. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I hate it for you know every sport. You know, we've got, I mentioned hockey and basketball on hold right now because, you know, we don't know if they're going to finish their season or if their seasons are completely canceled or what. Which so. I believe that the NHL commissioner basically told teams to be ready to play hockey in July. Yeah, so I think that's what the NBA is going to do too. I think the yeah. NBA is going to figure something out, and we're going to see some weird stuff, mm-hmm. but. Um, the sports calendar in the fall is going to be absolutely out of control. Yeah. We're going to be cramming a lot of sports in, uh, this cut this summer into fall, I think. Yeah. We won't have enough time for all of it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. With three NASCAR races a week, if that's what they want to do. I don't don't know what they're going to do, man. I really, NASCAR is going to be really close. Have to really consider shortening the complete schedule i don't even know how they're See, gonna i do don't it. think they're going to but i think you're gonna they're gonna shorten races i think you're gonna end up with you're gonna end up with races where we qualify and race and yeah that's but it. I, yeah but that how how much does that really shorten the road time that these guys are on Couple i mean they're days. still yeah but you're still traveling a long way back and forth you got to get cars prepped and ready how do you turn everything around so fast yeah you start doing double headers now you got two cars in your rig I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a logistics nightmare. It is. I'm glad that's not my job. That's not my job. You know, and I wouldn't, we've got time. I mean, there, it certainly could, you could certainly push the series later if you had to also. Well, you I know it's not anything the, anybody wants to do, but. You could finish the cup series season in November, December. I mean, oh, the yeah. end of November, December, if you had to, you're yeah. racing a championship race in Phoenix. That's not going anywhere. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, you've got to worry about well, got, that late, you got late Martinsville. Martinsville late, yeah. yeah. You can move that stuff around if you have to. Late Bristol, you know, late season Bristol is going to be a ran, problem. We ran New Hampshire on Thanksgiving weekend. We did do that. Yeah. We ended the season in New Hampshire. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, mm, yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you really want to know what it's going to be like, let's look at that race. It was, there was no pomp and circumstance. It was, it was basically wasn't even really a race. It didn't even feel champion, real. So yeah. The champion was already crowned. Yeah. It just was, it was just a, a, you know, an afterthought kind of. And that's, I think that's what a lot of these are going to end up being, unfortunately. Yeah. But you yeah. just got to get through it. You got to get through the year somehow. You can't just scrap the whole thing and yeah, you know, there's money to be made still and they need to make it right now because, well, some of the teams are asking NASCAR to, to, upfront some of the money for the charters because they I have okay I have an issue with this yeah <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because <laughs> yeah I didn't have it I, in the notes so I actually tweeted about it today okay I agree NASCAR should be supporting their teams but if NASCAR is supporting these teams and and giving them some upfront you know cash cash mm-hmm. flow I do not want to see any layoffs from these teams yeah you better not there better be there better be a layoff freeze that's true because if if you're cutting back and you're still getting an influx of cash, I'm going to I'm going to come on this podcast. And I'm going to rant. <laughs> I'm going to be really mad. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's, That's right. Much, 
that's pretty much all I have to say. That's but a good point. These teams are already laying laying te- you know people off, and it, you know the heck with the charter teams. Why aren't we supporting all the teams if we're going to do it? Then right. I know the charter teams are the fully invested teams and blah blah blah. But you know this is an unprecedented event. I think you know we could stand to protect all of the entities of the sport at this point. Yeah. The tracks included everybody. I mean, I mean, they'll, you know. they'll, they'll get their $1,200 from Trump. So yeah, <laughs> they're free. Yeah. They're free money. James it's free money there. Hey, that's yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> I'm looking forward to my free money. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I might buy money. an iRacing rig with it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to, well, shoot. I'll say it. My my money goes to everybody else all the time. I want some. <laughs> there. There you go. <laughs> that, <laughs> if that gives you any of my political leanings, I'm just kidding. Right. I don't know. I'm just joking, people. Just jo- <laughs> yeah, keep that politics out of here. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Who stuff. mentioned Bro. Trump anyway? Yeah. Freaking idiot. <laughs> oh my god, don't say that. <laughs> no, not Trump. Me for mentioning oh. Trump. Not Trump. No. No, I, I'm not going there. All right. Uh, let's that part of the podcast. Yeah, let's, let, take let, that out. let's move on before we get ourselves in trouble. Um, speaking of delays, uh, NASCAR is expected to delay the next gen car uh, debut as well. Um, Jenna Fryer did some reporting last week. Word is that there's no decision made yet, but it's being discussed and likely will take place because, hey, they need to test this thing. Can't do it right now. And when we get rolling again, they're not going to have a lot of time to do it. So it's looking yeah. like it's probably going to get delayed at least a while so i don't know why we just don't start saying 2022 for all this stuff yeah i don't even don't don't bring it in halfway through the season no don't do that i think we did that with the cot that was a bad idea yeah we gotta again unprecedented time so we have to push everything back here yep that's just my personal feelings on it i don't i don't want to see this car next year at all if Mm -hmm. if you can't get it right don't rush the thing yeah please don't rush it we again we rushed the cot it was not ready for prime time. It was a terrible car. Let's not do that again. Look at what it cost us. Yeah. I mean, you can argue that a lot of the problems that NASCAR has was caused by that car. Let's yeah. not do that again. Man, COVID-19 has broken our will in many different ways. <laughs> and this is just another thing yeah. that's like, you know what? We, if this had, if, if there was no reason for this to be pushed back, yeah, then we could say, well, come on, let's get it out there. Let's move. But I mean, it's, it's doesn't make sense. I've got to say though, all these people that are, that don't want to stay at home right now and don't want to do their part to help with social distancing and put an end to this thing. Those people had better damn well fill the stands at these tracks when we go back racing. Yeah. These yeah. tracks should be sold out. You guys miss NASCAR, get there to the track and support them. TV ratings down track attendance up. Yep. please. Exactly. Not that we don't want people watching races, but I think we're all going to be sick of looking at the TV by the time this is over with. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. What else do I got here? I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think I covered all the news. That's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything new on the old Twitterverse. It's uh, fun to have real NASCAR. Not that iRacing is not a real thing. It's virtual, right? That's what they keep. That's the word I keep hearing, the buzzword, virtual. Right. But it's nice to have real NASCAR news, like, start to trickle in. I'm guessing that Christopher Bell won tonight. That wouldn't surprise me. Because I see a... He's Aaron, the king of dirt on iRacing, too. That's a, just ridiculous. Aaron Bearden puts up a, a um, image that's it's a, two guys, like, arm wrestling, 
And one says real racing, one says esports racing, and in the middle says Christopher Bell winning on dirt. <laughs> so I'm guessing I'm guessing Bell got the win. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> uh, he's getting better at that stuff. I got to give him credit for that. Yeah. He used to be a punch machine. He still is, but he's getting better at that stuff too. Yeah. I'll have to uh, check that out. Um, Trent Ivy won the World of Outlaws late model race. Um, anyway, that's you guys all check it out. You'll know before I even. Uh, Eric, is what we're now. is what we're doing now? Is this what we're going to be doing in twenty years? And that and it's going to be normal. What's that? Watching virtual cars uh, race. Very possibly. I mean, when when they, you can't run actual gas powered machines anymore and stuff, that's this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, possibly. A lot safer, man. We don't have the Ryan Newman situation. Food for thought. Yeah, it's very, very possible. Um, we have time to think now, which we haven't had before, and it's very dangerous. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have time to think. I'm still busy as crap. <laughs> That's, yeah, me too. <laughs> my busyness hasn't stopped. I know that. Both my wife and I are essential workers still, so we're still working our butts off, unfortunately. Well, no, fortunately. Don't, don't unfortunately. I no, Don't take it that I'm... I'm jealous of people who aren't working right now. I'm very, very happy with the fact that we're still working. Trust me. I spent Sunday. I made my week this week to where I could take Sunday and it was just a day. I could just do what I want to do. I could lay around. I could be lazy and watch the race. And it sucked, man. I was so freaking bored. That race got done and I had nothing you, to do. Yeah. You have nothing. You have never been this not busy on a weekend. Not in a long time. Yeah. it's Not it's since been- I was younger. Yeah, it's been a while. Even then, I worked on Saturdays back then, so I only had Sundays. So. Yeah. Yeah, see, we're our house is pretty much humming along as normal other than we don't leave. Yeah. It's just continued chaos, and our daughter's loving every second of this. <laughs> Gets to be home with mom and dad all the time. I can't tell if the dog likes it or not yet. She seems to be – she seems to enjoy it some of the time, but then other times she just, like, get you're away from me. My nap. Yeah, you're <laughs> ruining my nap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, if it was just you and Kay, the dog probably wouldn't mind. Yeah, the boys don't bother her at all. She, she's, oh, okay. she's always ignored the boys. If she <laughs> wants to get involved with them, she'll go over by them. But for the most part, she just ignores them. See, so. the, she, she has the whole, well, I was here first. Oh, yeah. Before you boys were around. Yeah. yeah there's two, yeah. there's two beanbags in the house that are the boys' beanbags. And she has discovered they're comfortable. And she has claimed both of them. They are hers now. <laughs> so That's great. The boys will be laying Fine. on them. And she just sits there and pouts. And as soon as they get up, you can hear her rustling around on it, getting herself comfortable on one. That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. See, our basset hound just looks for different places where he can sleep in the house. <laughs> sometimes he sleeps downstairs. Sometimes he sleeps upstairs. I'll be working in the office, and sometimes he'll sleep right outside the door. <laughs> or Ellie will be sleeping, and he'll go in her room, and he'll sleep in there. It's just that's all he does. Bella never really clinged to me a whole lot, but she has been since I've been home. So I've got one of the beanbags is under my desk right here at my feet. She's not down here right now. Cause Kay's home when, when Kay's home, she, I don't exist, but if it's just me that's home, then I'm suddenly the greatest thing in the world and she'll follow me around everywhere. Yeah. That's our house. I, Walter only follows me around. And then if I'm not here, Aaron, then Aaron gets, <laughs> uh, gets second fiddle. Yeah. My, I went on a, on a weekend trip, work trip, um, right at like what it must've been the most important part or point in a pug's age because, she was my dog. Like she always laid with me. She didn't care what Kay was doing. She was always with me. And I went on this trip and I came home and she was Kay's dog 
from minute she left yep. yep you left her yep, yep. so i <laughs> uh, see i don't know what i would have to do to walt to uh get him to disown me <laughs> i don't i don't think it's possible i think he will continually come back he might be the most loyal thing in my life. <laughs> That's I, <laughs> I will. I spoil Bella rotten. I so the other day we had steak. Now, albeit it was not very good steak. It was very. It was fatty. It was awful. And so, but instead of throwing it away, I saved a part of it, cut it up, put it in the fridge for Bella for the next day at lunch. Not only that, but I heated it up for her <laughs> when I went Jesus. to give it to her at lunch. Primey. And she still thinks Kay's the best. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she's spoiled rotten, James. Wow. It's pretty bad. And she'd be That's even great. more spoiled if Kay wasn't here because Kay keeps me sane. <laughs> <laughs> I was I would spend way too much on this stupid dog. <laughs> Fantastic. I think she's looking at me right now. Yeah. Uh, talking about me? Who yeah. are you talking? <laughs> yep. Yeah. She knows. She's she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's got. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh Ricky Stenhouse Jr. raced this weekend, I think. Or tonight. Did he? Oh, oh no, he was watching. Of... He, he was watching. He oh, okay. Racing. He got yelled at at the iRacing event, too. Did he? I didn't see that. Of course. Uh, yeah, I heard the quote unquote, of course it was Stenhouse. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Not, not from the officials. It was from one of no, the drivers. Yeah. No, no. But who was the driver who said that? I don't remember. Oh, my God. People listening to this are going to be like, it was blank. But I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head. I saw that in the radio. It's in the radioactive. Go view it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, definitely check out the radioactive. Um, yeah. finally got a chance to listen to most of the Ken Schrader episode of Dale Jr. Download. That was pretty good. Good stuff. If you haven't, yeah, caught, good stuff. haven't caught that, listen to that. It's uh, definitely worth it. Kenny Schrader's got some good stories. Um, always a good listen. So yeah, he's always been great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always forget how much I like Kenny Schrader. Remember when he was one of the hosts of, uh, inside Winston cup? Yes, I do. Oh my God. That was the heyday. Yep. Yeah, that was. Those were good times. Yeah, I always forget how fun his stories are. He's he's lived quite the life. And if you ever wanted to know, so there's there's been a lot of talk over the years about the week that the Dale Jr. trip with Kenny Schrader and how Earnhardt Sr. wrecked Schrader as a result of what Schrader allowed Jr. to get away with during that week. And <laughs> Jr.'s never told the story. He's just mentioned it. And there's been talk about it, but the story's never been told. Well, the story is told on the podcast. And it's it's pretty interesting. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. Deba- was it full blown debauchery? Uh, it's just a lot of drinking. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of drinking. There's a there is a, a gentleman's club episode portion of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not the man was sponsored by Budweiser for a long time. So yeah. he well, he no, was probably good at it. N- yeah. Well, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this junior was junior was like 16 at the time. Um, but yeah, would future become a future Budweiser driver and Kenny was a Budweiser driver. So isn't, uh, Carl Edwards, Kenny Schrader's, uh, cousin. Something so, like that? I don't know about that, but so, okay, here's a part that's interesting. Um, okay. I'll tell the story then I'll, I'll get into the story a little bit with the whole junior thing. So, um, basically the whole strip club incident is they show up at the strip club. They tried to sneak junior in. He's too young. Can't get in there. So they end up leaving him out in the parking lot and he goes out and hangs out on a truck drinking beer with this guy that he saw a couple times during the weekend or the week and whatever. So he knew him in quotes, but didn't really know him. And that's, they hung out there for the night while everybody was in the club. So several years later, junior said he's sitting waiting after or waiting before driver intros in one of the media centers or whatever. And Carl Edwards sits down next to him and Carl says, 
mentioned something about him, his dad being friends with him. He says, what do you mean? He says, he says my dad knows he, you hung out with him. It was his dad. It was Carl Edwards' dad that Dale Jr. <laughs> hung out with on the truck drinking beers back when he was 16 years old. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was good. That's fantastic. Yeah, they are. Um, Him and Kenny are for, co- first cousin once removed, okay. whatever that means. That makes sense. That's why Carl Edwards' dad yep. was there. Yep. There so, you go. Yeah. Full circle. Good stuff. Yeah, anyway, like I said, listen to the podcast. It's good. I always tell you listen to Junior's podcast. It's, it's, it's good stuff. So check that out. Uh, James, you got any shout outs this week? Uh, I did. Um, actually you're going to love this one. Um, one of the Instagram accounts I follow, this is just one of my nineties being a kid of the nineties things. Um, Bigfoot monster trucks. Okay. They are pushing out so much great stuff on Instagram. It's like videos every day from the early nineties. Huh? Like it's random stuff, truck tests, um, different events. And is is this like an anniversary for Bigfoot right now? I think it's 45 years. Yeah. Okay. So cause I stumbled Bigfoot. across some Bigfoot stuff on YouTube and yeah. I don't know how I stumbled across this. That must be why. Yeah. So if you're a kid who liked racing like me in the nineties, you probably got into monster trucks at some point. Right. Right. Well, Big, oh, yeah. Bigfoot was my deal when I was a young kid. So I follow the account and it hasn't, it has never really been super active, but lately um, they must have somebody new doing their social media because it's been fantastic. They're putting all this stuff out on their YouTube channel. Um, I follow them on Instagram, but I'm sure you can follow them anywhere and, and see most of the stuff. But they were showing uh, showing a test today of Bigfoot 11, just brand new out of the shop, doing a bunch of cool, you know, just just tootling around. And I was fully into it. And it could be the most boring thing in the world to most people. But I was like, this is so cool. It takes me back. You know, I love that stuff as a kid. So anyway, that was my shout out. It's it's motorsports related, I guess. But... I don't think if you're you're you were a boy and into motorsports that you didn't especially in the 90s didn't get into monster trucks i mean especially in the 90s as a boy and a kid you have to watch monster trucks if you're in in any motorsports well monster truck is a boy too as a young as a young man girls too i guess i don't know if you like racing. yeah i'm not i'm not trying to be sexist i guess i don't know yeah 20 we're in 2020 now i guess yeah (laughs) gotta cover all your bases um but i whatever make me the sexist person james good yeah i did i didn't mean to i'm sorry (laughs) um I think uh, I think monster trucks were probably your introduction into motorsports. Yeah, if anything, that was probably the first thing you were drawn to. Was they these still? Things. I mean, they're still so catered towards kids. It's it's great family friendly fun. Yeah, monster jams taken on. I mean, it's become a, a whole thing now. Right. But back then, I mean, it was legit. It was a legit racing. Well, back then you know, it was like it started US, out as a sideshow. Yeah, U.S. Hot Rod Association formed mm-hmm. after so long and. I mean, one of the one of the one of my favorite highlights is from the Pontiac Silverdome when Bigfoot first crushed cars in front of everybody. Do you do you remember that video? Yeah, I do. It's it's crazy to think that people were so excited in this and the Silverdome was huge. The Silverdome I mean, was biggest WrestleMania ever. There's the a Silver- lot of big things that happened at the Silverdome. And I'm seeing that the Silverdome when I led the last time I saw it was so sad. But yeah. anyway, that's that's a whole other digression it's just a hole but, in the ground now but you think of all those people if you look up that video um out there and if, if the silver dome is packed to the gills probably you know how, how many thousands of people are in there and light bulbs are just flashing and all bigfoot is doing is crawling over a couple of cars and people were losing their minds what was that the early 80s or the late 70s eric probably yeah something like that and i mean they uh is they can't jump those trucks high enough but that was all they were doing back then right 
Um, he was the first to do it. Nobody had seen it before. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's the thing is like those trucks weren't even built to do anything. They just, you could roll over the cars with them. I mean, yeah. they're basically like rock call. Rock on springs. Yeah. They were just bouncing around. And actually Bigfoot was the first one to put, I was reading about all this stuff. Bigfoot was the first Good one stuff. to do the, put in the, uh, this is nerd corner, by the way, I love this stuff. <laughs> they, uh, he was, they were the first ones to put in hydraulic shocks, which all the trucks have now. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the video I saw today. They were testing that that uh, that system out, and it's really cool watching that truck go go around and do stuff. It's just I don't know. I, I find cool. it interesting. Hopefully, other people do too. I'm looking right now. Sure, people find that stuff interesting. They, I can't be the only one who likes that kind of stuff. No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to see. Wikipedia used to have because it used to be have the record for monster truck show attendance, and maybe it doesn't have it anymore. Well, it does have the all-time attendance record, though, I think, of an indoor stadium. Well, I know the Pontiac Silverdome was, the, I guess, the biggest, quote-unquote, sporting event was the uh, was WrestleMania three. Yeah, well, until they went to Ford Hulk Field. Hulk slammed uh, Andre the Giant. Until they went to Fort Field, Ford Field and they broke the, the record, the attendance record, except that it was the typical um, WWE breaking of the record, which wasn't accurate. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't actually break the record, but the record for WrestleMania three was 93,173 people. Um, where did I see the, I don't know. We're just stretching it out now. Um, John, Pope John Paul, the second, had mass there for 93,682 people. Um, there you a- go. April 17th, 2010, Domination in the Dome was the grand reopening of the Silver Dome with monster trucks. It's also it one is. of the last events, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I take that back. Uh, uh, 2016. Oh, no, that's a, yeah, that's I a forgot. Story. I forgot the Silver Dome had a second life for a hot second yeah. before it shuttered. Well, and the only reason it really shuttered was because the guy bought it and then the storm came through and ripped the roof off of it and he didn't have the money to fix it. Yeah. And he wanted the city to pay for it and the city wasn't going to pay for it. No. Do you know that the ASA series raced there? Inside the Silverdome? Inside the Silverdome. I never knew that. 1973 to 2000. Oh, no, that's that's the series was 73 to 2004. Um, Let's see. It doesn't tell me when it was but yeah there was at least one what's that i said how did we get here know. this is great i love talking about monster trucks and we got into i know got into uh this i love this stuff man yeah, well, stuff. the silver dome for us is right in our wheelhouse because it's you know we're not too far from there so see what frustrates me is that it was it was one of the most popular supercross venues there used to be two supercross races there a year um, they actually had the only back-to-back Supercross. So usually Supercross, you'd race on Saturday night, and you'd have a whole week to recuperate before the next round. Well, they used to race Friday night and Saturday night in Pontiac. So mm-hmm. you'd have literally one – you'd be racing the next day. So a lot of times, you know, you had to be real careful that first race. You didn't get hurt. You didn't have a week to heal up. So that was really interesting. And then they moved to Ford Field, and now, I mean, we just had our Supercross canceled this year. We've been without a Supercross a couple years. Um 
you know, this is really, it always goes back to the same source of problems. It's the Detroit Lions' fault. Yeah, it is. If you guys were any good at any point in our lifetime, the Silverdome probably could still have some relevance. That but is now true. Now it's gone. That's that gone. True. And I saw the, uh, they started demolition on the palace. Did they finally? Yeah. That's sad. It's really creepy looking. If you look up those photos, that's, yeah, I'll have to check that that's out freaking now. me out because I feel super old. Yeah, the I palace is sad because that that building was still pretty nice. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, it's great. That really, honestly, was that the was the location. That was the best venue we had in Michigan. It um, was. Cobo Arena was pretty good too, but the palace was the best. Cobo Arena wasn't good because it was modern. Cobo Arena just was good because it was cool. And it was right downtown. Yeah, but Cobo uh, Hall still Cobo Hall still downtown. Well, now it's but... the TCF Center, oh, or whatever, yeah, and now it's a hospital. Cobo. So yeah, <laughs> Detroit not... lore. It's a 900 bed hospital right now for COVID-19. So yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No auto show this year. Auto shows canceled. Everything's canceled. Yeah, it except is. For, just, except for, uh, I saw horse racing was not canceled in Florida. 2020 just sucks. Oh, 2020 has been terrible. All right. Let me get to my shout out. Now that you've derailed <laughs> us. That was so good. That was a great derailment. I'm going to make that my new goal is to derail you. <laughs> at, it's a, well, at least until we're out of quarantine. So I'm going to probably butcher this name. But my shout out is Evan Pasako. Do you know who Evan Pasako is, James? Enlighten me. He is the voice of the E NASCAR Coca Cola <laughs> iRacing series. Is. I, that was like a year ago. I found it. I was able to look it up and follow him on Twitter. And I'll tell you what, guys, he is one of the greatest. He's like the greatest announcer that doesn't have a top of the line gig. He is excellent. He could easily go right to MRN Radio and fit right in. Um, there was a lot of talk about him this week after so many eyes on the eNASCAR iRacing series um, as a result of this whole shutdown and everything. Um, there were some tweets from Big Wig saying that this guy is going to, you're going to be hearing this guy for many years to come. And I've been saying that for a couple of years. He does a great job. If you go to the iRacing page and check out the highlights from any of the eNASCAR series races, uh, you'll hear his voice. He's the lead announcer for the series. And he is spectacular. So check him out. And yeah, there you go. I feel like he has a dirt track um, voice. Mm -hmm. He's. I think he sounds just perfect. He sounds. He sounds a lot like the uh, sprint cars guy. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's where we got into our argument. I think a year ago on this podcast. Probably. Probably. I think we brought him up last week again too, didn't we? I think we talked about him last week, and I couldn't think of his name. So, anyway, there you go. I've I've been trying to find out who he was forever. He actually. I got to, I watched the beginning of the broadcast and he introduced himself this week. And so I finally got it. <laughs> Track <Yeah>. down. That's <laughs> that crack uh, journalism right there. There you go, man. That's, that's my job. <laughs> uh, anything else, James? We've stretched this out to 50 minutes. I think we've gone long enough. Is there anything we else? Good, we man. Yeah. We, the, uh, the rambling editions of the super speedway podcast continue. Right. No, well, I think hopefully we still keep getting a little bit of trickle of news here and there. So we can still have some news coverage. Yeah, if if not, we're going to be talking about uh, an iRacing race, and then it's going to be an, more rambling. So. Yeah. yeah, you need to start watching the iRacing stuff so we can talk about that more. Oh, uh, man, okay, I will uh, I will try. You're probably going to watch the try. worst one this weekend because I think Bristol's going to be a crapshoot. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll try. I'll, I will give it my, my darndest. <laughs> All right, good. I've been playing in my week, so my, my Sunday is open. I told my wife, Depends. I said... There is one thing right now in my life, one thing I look forward to. That's all that I have left. Yeah. Don't yeah. take that from me. <laughs> I am still, even though my marathon is can't, is the technically the race is canceled. I am 
forging ahead and I'm going to do something with this training I've been doing. <laughs> and uh, I have to do uh, 16 miles on Sunday, but I'll make I'll make uh, I'll try to make time. I'll, I'll see if I can sneak it in there. You're going to see the nice thing about it, though, James, is it will be on YouTube afterwards. You can always catch it afterwards. Yeah, there you go. I can always. Yeah. Just see? don't don't t- don't check the Twitters. And, stay uh, off the Twitter. Stay yeah. off the Twitters and probably stay off Facebook because Todd and I will probably be talking about it when it's done. So that's what yeah, I do. Are... That's what I do with you guys during a regular race weekend when I'm busy is I just shut up. I mute the channel. Yeah. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah. I know you guys are going to spoil it. Uh, try not to. No, it's usually Todd. Yeah, I know. Which is funny because <laughs> he's at the track, but it's still usually Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Todd. Yeah, I do feel bad for him right now. Yeah, gotta get that man back to work. I know, I know. We need to get him on the podcast. Is what we need to do. He's yeah, kinda, we should do that. It's kind of falling off the face of the earth, so we need to. We'll. I'll reach out to him. We'll try, see if we can get him on next we week. We can do something. the three man pod pretty effectively, I think. Yeah, we could do it. I gotta rig up a couple things here, but I can make it happen. Sweet. So, yeah, uh, James, where can they find you on social media if they want to talk to you during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is www.thesuperspeedway.com. You can find our podcasts on there, all the past episodes. Check those out. Interviews with some people in the industry, uh, coverage of races, photos, whatnot. Check that out. TheSuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you find us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And if you want to become a part of the show, uh, help us get to the track when there's a track to get to. Uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash the super speedway. With that, we go iRacing again this weekend. We go to Bristol Motor Speedway. We get two days of racing of iRacing this week. So check that out. Saturday Night Thunder, they're calling it. And uh, the big show on Sunday at 1 p.m. at uh, the Food City, whatever the heck it is, at uh, the virtual Bristol Motor Speedway. We'll be back next week to talk about that. Ramble on. And uh, I don't know, fill 40 to 50 minutes worth of space with uh, time you won't get back in your life. So there you go. <laughs> we are here to entertain you. Yeah, we are here to waste your time. And we the, I know everybody has a lot of time to waste right now. So we are here to serve that purpose. And until then, yeah, everybody, and, <laughs> go ahead. And, well, yeah, go. I was just going to say, we, I think we're doing this partially to ha- keep our own sanity, too, aren't oh, we? I mean, that's, I mean that, honestly, that's the, way I, the reason I'm doing it is I don't want I want this little bit of normalcy still. Yeah, me too. I mean, even today, like I was like, oh, man, we got to do this again. What are we going to talk about? But it's like, no, it's fun just to talk to you. So, I mean, might as well record it. (laughs) Yeah. So. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week to talk about virtual Bristol. Until then, everybody, let's go racing.